respect to the balls and that there was obviously an issue with the balls. I don't think anybody knew there was an issue with the balls. I don't know what happened between the time that I touched it and, you know, really till Monday morning, I had no idea what happened with the balls. And I picked the balls that I want. When I pick those balls out, I don't want anyone touching the balls after that. I don't want anyone rubbing them because I would zip those things up and lock them away until I got out on the field and had the opportunity to play with them. To me, those balls are perfect and breaking the balls in and get, getting comfortable with them. I choose the balls that I want. I go in there and I choose, you know, however many balls are necessary. When I felt them, they were perfect. I turned around in the huddle and the ball was ready for play. One ball may feel good, the next day it may not. I think there's a lot of variables with, obviously, Mother Nature and with, with the balls. You know, I grip it. And, and I try to throw the ball that, you know, whatever feels good that day. I don't sit there and, you know, try to squeeze it and determine that. I'm not squeezing the balls. I'm, that's not part of my process. I, I grab it. I feel the lace. I feel the leather. Breaking the balls in. Of us breaking our own balls. Breaking the balls in. Have the balls in play that they want to use. Some guys like them round and some guys like them thin. You know, we'll throw the balls and, you know, if we like a ball, then we throw it aside. Some guys like them. Uh, tacky. Some guys like them brand new. Some guys like old balls. I mean, they're all different. And you got to feel them, and you try to go out and you try to use the ones that you like the best. And they also know that how I like the balls. The whistles go woo. Oh yeah. Welcome to Chris and George in the morning. Maybe that was a little loud, but that sounded pretty cool. Sounded really cool. Week 14 and I'm pumped up, baby. So excited to be back. So are the people. Yeah, today we got Josh Ratchford. What up, Ratcheteers? Stephen Tom. <laughs> yo. We got Andrew Mute. <laughs> yo, yo. We got Brian Moran. Hello. And we got Juan Lee. Oh, it's good to be here. I'm chill. Thanks for coming in the studio today, Wan Lee. No, it's, I live here. It's always good to be back. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that we found a way back uh, uh, past the magic spell. <laughs> yeah, we thought maybe Wan Lee uh, had been exiled from the apartment due to a magic spell uh, that the neighbor had been singing songs that was keeping him out, making fruits that was keeping him out, but yeah. now he's back. For all oh. you who don't know, Wan Lee is the chill Chinese ghost that lives here in our studio, and... Right now, we don't see anything. There's just an empty chair. Um, we don't know. We can't see anything. It's just kind of colder in here. Yeah, but uh, you feel uh, my my rub in your heart. I mean, exactly. <laughs> I can see. You can see ghosts. I can't. Oh, yeah. that's the Most secret. <laughs> Some people can. Some people can. Yeah, it all depends. I see him. I know the psychic. Uh, she can. She she saw me uh, the other week. I take her for coffee. <laughs> <laughs> You had a, you had a, you had a oh, cool. date with Rua? Do you have a favorite yeah. coffee shop in LA? One uh, I like uh, the uh, Intelligentsia. <laughs> oh, that's a cool spot. <laughs> they, make a, they make a nice picture on uh, the coffee. So yeah, for those of you who don't know, uh, Wan Lee, we first figured out he was in our apartment the week that Ruha, a psychic, visited us in week four. And we, we asked her about a ghost that we thought we maybe had a ghost in the apartment. Here's that clip. Uh, maybe we should ask. I don't even know what the proper way is to ask about a ghost in the apartment. Or, like, I don't want to offend him if he is here. Do you just want to ask if there is a spirit? Yeah, in the if apartment? there's a spirit in the apartment, um, that'd be nice to know. Okay. Is there a spirit in the apartment? KCHL Studios. <laughs> is there a spirit in the apartment? Okay. Pendulum is swinging. 
Sorry, guys. Uh-oh. That's a yes. Oh, my gosh. But hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're, we're all spirits. <laughs> That's, That's true. true. <laughs> it needs to be more specific. In George's room, is there... Yeah, 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 yeah. Is there... Um, <laughs> is there a departed spirit in George's room? Oh my god, that's a great question. <laughs> the pendulum is still. And it is it's moving. Oh. Very slightly. Oh jeez. Oh my gosh. <gasps> it's clockwise. This music's got me really relaxed. It's a little yes. Yeah, mm. I see that. It's not so strong. I, yeah, I don't it's either not strong or it's Yes. I see. Oh, that's yeah, maybe. That's maybe I know. That's um, that's a relief. <laughs> Looks like that dish just fell off the dish rack. <laughs> Does the spirit have a message for anyone here? Ooh, good question. That's a no. Okay. Nice. Okay. <laughs> nice. Which turns out not to be true. He did have many spirit. messages yeah. for us. <laughs> if you are here. How lucky that it's a chill spirit. Yeah, yeah. it's a, of course it would. Well, let's double check. The let's KCHL double check. Are, okay. you, are you a chill spirit? <laughs> I'm chill. <laughs> mm. Yeah, dude. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. What's up, bro? How you doing, man? Really so yeah, then very shortly after that, of course, uh, Wan Lee gave the studio a call, and this is what that sounded like. Wan Lee, this is the first time we ever talked to you, man. Yeah, oh, and we, cool. we also confirmed that he was Chinese just after that. Just like walk down memory lane, I like it. That's <laughs> 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 probably why the yes is such a small circle, because he's like, yeah. <laughs> Are you, uh, you know, we have a lot of Oh Chinese yeah, we confirmed that he's Chinese right <laughs> here also. <laughs> Are you Chinese? We're curious about the people that lived here before. The chill Chinese yeah, guy. Chinese? This is the biggest one yet. He's very sure about this. Nice. Very Chinese. I'm sorry for everything I said we about been, your children. Oh, man. We have been offending. The, it's a good thing it's a chill Chinese spirit. He says he's chill. Because we, we got offensive. I guess that bit. Chinese magic stuff was true. On the call this really. is definitely Chinese magic. We're, we don't okay. see it. I mean, it just came to a stop during that. Uh, okay. so that was Who's this? Hey, George. George. Here's hey, how, how you doing, caller? I need you to come pick me up, man. This, this is this? I live in your room. It's the ghost. Oh, <laughs> oh my God! Oh it God. is the ghost I living in. Out to get it's, some it's the chill Chinese ghost. <laughs> Come on. Thank you so hey man, much for calling. Thanks hey. so much for calling. Uh, I guess I. I mean, I used to be scared of you, but I guess you're actually more cool than I thought. I guess I'm not that scared anymore. Yeah, man, I'm chill. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Ghost, did you have a question that you wanted to ask uh, Ruha about, or did you just want to talk no, to us? Hey, George, come pick me up. Where are you? I took the car to get cigarettes. What? what? You took my car you to get cigarettes? Yeah, wow. You're supposed over. to be in my room. I got pulled over. You shouldn't be driving. Are you the hitting cop. on all the stairs? <laughs> <laughs> we, we have great chemistry, Wan Lee. Yeah, it's good. I uh, if I know you guys so cool, I, I start talking earlier. You know, <laughs> we'll take what we can get. I got scared though. The last person that lived here, not so chill. I tried to talk to them. They uh, they get scared. They used to bring in priest. Oh no! Oh, What'd you do? Did you just hide or go somewhere else? Yeah, no. I took a I took a vacation. I went down to uh, to Tijuana. Oh, oh wow. nice. Yeah. What'd you do down there? 
Uh, you know, you get a beer in a bucket, you get uh, tacos, you know, you maybe you smoke a little down there. Go to the, yeah, you get 16 year old girl. You know, uh, George has a great story about going down there. to T- Tijuana when he was I in I like how you guys actually. don't bat an eye at 16 year old girl. That's okay. <laughs> I'm just See, that's it. why you chill. I mean, you're a ghost. <laughs> There's no way that you can actually like physically do anything to them, so. Ah, uh, that's why you know I did something to that uh, crystal that be that move around take a little bit of effort, but he did take well, George's car too. I did. Yeah, yeah I'm not true. so mad about that. He's a good. He's I'm a real good driver though, so that's driver. different. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, George has a great story about going down there when you were about 16, right? No, no, I was 19. Oh, 19. Ooh, yeah. Well. Yeah. Oh, uh, no. I was 19 years old. Oh, he doesn't old. want to talk about it. Sounds yeah. like you're self-editing. Yeah, okay. In short, in short, in <laughs> he short. Is. Yeah. Observant, uh, my, very observant, my, Wanley. In short, my parents uh, went down to... No, no, wait. Am I going to ruin this, Chris? No, if we talk about it now, it'll be hilarious to talk about it with your mom next week. Unless okay. you're just too afraid to say something right no, now. No, when I was 19, uh, my mom and dad left town for the weekend to see a concert, a famous uh, Mexican singer, Vincente Fernandez, in, in Tijuana and with all their friends and uh so i was bored at home and they left me to babysit but instead i uh, went with some of my cousins and some of my friends down to tijuana so you went to where your parents were yeah i didn't really think i would ever run into them Is however this kid just an idiot uh, we went down to like the most famous like uh strip club slash whorehouse there and then we we saw some of their friends that they were with, and we were told that they just left. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! Uh, that really happened. That's a real story. <laughs> I mean, the way George told it to me when he wasn't on the radio was hilarious. And then he just was like ashamed or something about it right now, so he doesn't want to like. Well, I know. No, you I, saw your I, uncle. I've never Didn't talked you to see him. your uncle? And he like gave you the wink or like, come on, get into it. What happened? No, I saw like some friends there uh-huh. participating, if you will. I don't want to incriminate Ooh, anybody. You're not. You don't have to name them. Making, say what making it rain. Making it rain. Making pesos. it rain. Having a great time. Getting their fingers dirty. Yeah, you had a <laughs> all that stuff. Oh, there you go. <laughs> getting their fingers dirty. That's oh, all the way. That's, that's greasy. Brody. That's greasy behavior. It's TJ, man. Mm. It's TJ. It's part of the course. Anyway, there's a lot and, worse and things they, you can do in a TJ. And who saw you there, though? Someone yeah. saw you there. Oh, yeah. My, my dad's friends, they are all cracking up. They couldn't believe it. Because, yeah, they saw you, and they know that your parents are there, and it's a crazy run-in to have. Yeah, and then, yeah, they were just laughing, and they told me um, that my parents had just left. I couldn't believe it. I just wanted to get the hell out of there and just go home. Um, But then, like, I told them not to tell my dad, of course, and then, like, years later, they were at a party. They were all laughing about something in the corner, and then I get up there, and I ask what they're laughing about. And then dad, my dad just tells me, I know. I know what happened. Uh, so, I, but you don't know if your mom knows or not. I don't know. Well, she, but she's she gonna be in. Now. She's gonna be in next week. So we'll, well, we're gonna make sure to talk to her about episode. this. George, who oh, are you yeah, supposed to be? Episode. Who are you babysitting? My my brother and you, sister. You just left them there. <laughs> the, Kathy was eighteen. Matt was like thirteen. You were babysitting an eighteen-year-old girl. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's my sister. It was like more like caretaking. Yeah, at that caretaking. Point. Like making sure she doesn't kill herself. Right. Uh, so this week we also have Brian Moran back on the show. What's up, Brian? Not too much. Now, Brian was here in uh, week four, five with Mono. That's correct, yeah. The disease? <laughs> and, uh, so, oh, the, oh, Mono, the person. Mono, our like, guest. We were like, let's have Brian on the show. Like, Let's have him in, have him on the couch, have him chat. And I think this is about as much as we got out of Brian right here. You have a few guests coming in just to hang out and chill. Brian Moran? I'm it cute. is Brian Moran, yes? That's correct, yeah. Okay, cool. 
That was it, man. That's all we you got. Disappeared the, you disappeared the entire show after That's that. That's correct. Well, yeah. I, I just got confused because you said with mono, and I thought... I was at UCSB no, you didn't when I got mono. mono. No, no, not when you got mono. And I was like, how did you know that? So then George was like, I want to have Brian back on the show again. And I was like, well, I don't know if he like, really wants to like talk and stuff. Because like we had him here the one time and he just didn't really seem like he wanted to talk. And then he got this text. He's like, we're like, okay, well, let's invite him back. And he did. And then it, he got this text from Brian. Yeah, well, uh, well I invited him to come. That's and correct. Then, yeah. uh, he said he'll come. He says I'll come by and watch the magic live. I'm like, watch the magic. Like I want you to be like on mic and everything. And then uh, I said, are you afraid of the mic? And he just says, too hot to handle, too cold to hold. Oh, <laughs> That's a yes. Thankfully, we have these great mic stands as part of the studio upgrade, so no one has to hold or. Or handle any microphone. Yeah, it's yeah. no longer no. a problem to share a mic. No. Zero contact with skin. Like, I can be in the mic with Stefan, and we can be, like, almost kissing. Yeah, or we could be, like, doing an arm wrestling match, and we wouldn't have, even have to touch No the one mic. would know. Well, you guys are sharing, no. sharing very well, guys. Thank Gayness. you Gayness. Safe, safe microphone in. <laughs> uh, so you heard us talking uh, on the opening there, not talking, but playing the clip of Tom Brady. Uh, everyone knows that's a huge story this week, the deflated footballs or whatever for the Super Bowl. And like what, what jumped out to me when it happened was like he wants to say that he didn't know how inflated the balls are, but obviously by that clip you can tell he's like super obsessed with footballs and how they feel and what they look like and what guys like what. So it just doesn't make any sense to me that he wouldn't know exactly how inflated yeah, he, it was. He didn't really do much to like dismiss himself from the accusation. No, and actually Andrew had a really good take on that. If you want to talk that about that for a second, that was really interesting. NFL Insider Andrew. Oh, Newt. oh, the article I was reading. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, this is what I was going to be angry about today, anyway. But um, Uh-oh. Did we spoil? so they, yeah, I was reading this article that was really interesting. They said that. Um, some guy was like, well, I don't want to jump to conclusions. I mean, obviously, it seems like they deflated this, these balls, but why would they do it in this game that they were already winning and, like, it looked like it was going to be no problem for them? So this guy, like, ran a bunch of numbers, and he, like, saw that on average in the NFL, when a team plays in cold weather, their, like, passing rating goes down by .4 or whatever. And for the Patriots, over the past five seasons or whatever, it's gone up by, like, .6. So, like, they improve in cold weather, but he's like, well, I still don't, like, you know, I still want to give them the benefit of the doubt. They play at home in cold weather all the time. Like, maybe it's just home field advantage. So he, like, ran comparative numbers on um, all these other different teams, like, playing home and away. Teams like Green Bay that play at home in the cold weather outside and everything, and it's like, the number, like the split, got even wider. It was like so. Wow. so there's it's no just, possibility that they're just a really good team with a really great coach and a legendary quarterback. <laughs> I don't. I mean, no. Uh, they fucking cheat. Bill Belichick has been caught cheating so many times. All right, well, check this out. I think Josh Keeler. Josh Keeler has a little bit of a different take. He left me a voicemail about the Super Bowl, and he's he's mad that everyone's trying to ruin his holiday. NFL insider Josh Keeler. And Ratchford just took his headphones off. Getting a donut hole. And he's moving away right now. Uh, I hope this Stepping works. on the couch with his shoes. Do you guys hear it? No. No, we do not Is hear that it. playing out of my phone? Yep. Oh, shit. Okay, well, I guess we're not going to do that. I thought it would work, but it doesn't. Here we go. Uh, oh, yeah, maybe I'll just try playing it into the mic. Let's see how that works. All right, so this is Josh Keeler, guys, giving me a call, talking about NFL football. Passionate sports fan, Josh Keeler. What's up, Chris? Uh, we are in the week of Super Bowl Sunday coming up a week from today. 
Man, I am so freaking sick and tired of this whole plate gate shit that's going on around the Patriots. Yes, they're a bunch of cheaters, but man, the truth is, everybody else is, man. Like, every every other team does shit like that. What? You know, they manipulate the ball. Tom Brady manipulating no the ball. No proof of that. Making sure that they're the right fit, the right size, and all that. Um, it's all a bunch of BS, man. I'm just kind of tired of it. But don't take away my fucking Super Bowl, you know? That's why I, I feel like that's what's happening right now. Just people trying to take away the fun of the Super Bowl. And uh, me as an American, just like everybody else, is looking forward to the Super Bowl. One of the biggest holidays of the year. And um, all this deflate gate shit just uh, kind of gets in the way of that. So I'm tired of it. Let's have a fun one. Beat the Seahawks. Because I hate them, hate Pete Carroll. Uh, you know, me being a Niner fan and all, just can't have them win. So, anyway. Uh, all right, and that is most well thought out take, but <laughs> a take nonetheless. I like that it's boring sports take, but I like that he thinks of it as his holiday is being taken yeah. away. Yeah. When were they threatening to take away the Super Bowl? From him. The liberal media has started a war on the Super Bowl that's been going on for years. Every year, they try to take the focus and put it on materialism instead of what the Super Bowl is about, which is a celebration of the birth of Jesus Christ. <laughs> and puppies. We tortured some folks. Josh, do you think the Super Bowl is Christmas? I don't know a lot about holidays. Okay. Wang Lee, what's your pick for the this Super Bowl? Is big, this is a big deal. This is a big deal. Like Everybody in the news talking about this. Like, yeah. There's nothing else going on. The can like... Remember Ebola? You guys remember that? Like, yeah. that's a big deal. You know, a lot of people die. People but, are still dying of Ebola. Yeah, yeah in Africa, that war. I watch Vice News. You guys <laughs> watch it? You have, yeah, we have HBO here. You watch our Super HBO? chill girls. Oh, yeah, you get on. Oh, dude, you don't even know I get on the YouTube. They have the YouTube channel. Uh-huh. You just watch. Uh, they have, like, all sorts of things going on over the world. They don't talk about Deflategate on Vice News. Yeah, it's not that Do they talk about Marshawn Lynch grabbing his balls? I I don't think they have sport. Mm. I mean, much sport. If they have sport, then it's like, oh, watch uh, this about soccer, and they have uh, corruption involved. Are the like Chinese we, in general interested in any sports? Uh, that's uh, you know, we are different people. You know, like you and you and Chris look very same to me. You know, like Man, I look at you, racist. I can't tell. I, it's not racist. But we're not. Like I'm white. He's half Mexican. I'm not half Mexican. I, but your mom is like <laughs> a, your mom is like a white Mexican. So. Poodle, I just see crows all the way. <laughs> I just see puddles of uh, flesh and crows, you know? I mean, that's basically, it's the same thing to me. But, you know, flesh so we, we, we can't all, you know, we you all know, different people. We all have different style of living, you don't think you know? it's possible for one area of the, of the world to be more interested in a certain sport than another area? Yeah, no, that's that's how it is. But I mean, China, China big. You know what I mean? I, I'm just big, saying, yeah, like, I'm from here. I'm from Fresno, man. <laughs> hey, uh, so Mar- Marshawn Lynch... Uh, is refusing to talk to reporters. He's been refusing for a while. He also grabbed his balls in the end zone. That's like the other big story for the Super Bowl is like, will Marshawn Lynch grab his balls or not? Like bets. Balls? There's, yeah. a, they're all there's bets on the bets on that in Vegas right now. Yeah, also, so, by the way, there's a so line on that. We actually have, we're going to talk about that right now. If y'all don't know, uh, the running back for the Seahawks, he's been fined $20,000 for grabbing his crotch after scoring touchdowns uh, in the past. 
$20,000 this last Sunday. He did it again. Wait, um, it's $20,000 per time you per do time, it? Per time, yeah. How many times? Well, it, go, it goes up bec- because he's a repeat offender. And so he's also getting fined for not talking to the media. Like, they did an interview with him, which I have. I'm not going to play because it it's too long, but he only said, I'm thankful the whole time. I'm thankful. Like, that's all that he said to any reporter's question was, I'm thankful. They even started asking him, like, about his charity and stuff just to, like, try to get him to say anything. And he just said, I'm thankful. I'm, thankful. I'm familiar with moves like that. So this week, <laughs> this week is uh, the, the Super Bowl media day where they just get all the players together and just ask them a ton of questions. So there's also prop bets about whether or not um, he'll be fined for not saying anything to the media this week. I'm thankful. Um, and the NFL also told him that if he grabs his crotch in the Super Bowl after a touchdown or for whatever reason, um, that they're going to actually penalize the team, which they hadn't done before. So, uh, yeah, so like, like Stefan was saying, Vegas has already uh, gone to town with that. And talking to the side of the mic. Does the same fine apply side. if you grab someone else's crotch? <laughs> um... <laughs> Like he grabs someone else's that nuts in his own celebration. <laughs> That's <laughs> unnecessary roughness. They tried to pass that off as that he was shaking hands. <laughs> so he said he was shaking hands when they went for the for the ball grab. Dude, your voice sounds so good, Brian. Yeah, what the hell? Nice. You're a natural. You're like way mic. better than George already. You're, he's like way far away from the mic. That's correct. Yeah. And he sounds great. Well, I just say don't talk right into the front of it. I keep telling you that, but you keep talking right into the you, front. You t- you gave me a big lecture about putting my mouth on it. On it and to the no, side. On it and to the side. Is this it right here? The side. Okay. Like, right. like this? There's an actual small spot of the mic that Chris is pointing to. Yeah, it's, it's just the side. Okay. Some guys like old balls. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, Chris and George in the morning. So wait, are you going to talk about the bets? Yeah. Go for it. Sure. Um, so there's a bunch of bets going around. There's one. Um, Juan Lee is smoking a cigarette inside of the apartment. There's not smoking allowed in here, Juan Lee. Cut the... Step on that. It's okay, man. It's vapor. <laughs> I got a vaporizer. <laughs> Are you vaping, Wanli? I changed now. Yeah, I changed it's it up ever since I got stuck in your equipment. I... I said, oh, I got to switch to e-cigarette. That's the, that's the key. <laughs> wow. Very up on things. Yeah. Will and Dina Menzel... The singer of the Frozen song "Let It Go" the omit at least one word of the national anthem. I guess that's a bet because John Travolta messed up her name. I have no idea if she has a habit of messing up the song, but that's a bet. No, she's an extremely professional singer who will not fuck up. The Let's put a bet on that. I bet you the odds on that are really the good. Odds, the odds are that she uh, will not. Last year at our Super Bowl party, we had a bet about whether Pharrell would wear his hat or not. Remember that hat oh, he was yeah, wearing all the yeah, time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember that? And he did. Yeah. He committed to that hat all last year. Um, the other bet is will Marchand grab his lynch after scoring? Um, grab his lynch. <laughs> oh, racism. <laughs> racism. Yeah, lynching is a. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, will Marshawn Lynch grab his crotch after scoring a touchdown in the game? Uh, the odds say that he will not, because he has to score first. So, but, but I want to. I want to go back to that. What? Is, what is the penalty? Like, what is the penalty? There's that, certainly no a, penalty in fine. place. But there's no penalty. But they're gonna penalty. penalize they, the team. They've talked to the refs about it, the NFL, and they are going to penalize. They're gonna look for it if they see him do that. They're gonna actually penalize 15 yards. So the kickoff will be from the 20 yard line for the Ooh. other team right after. That. It was a big deal. Uh, that's a big deal. You got um, any more there? Yeah. Is uh, what kind of hoodie will the coach of the Patriots, Bill Belichick, be wearing? He usually wears like a really like shitty cut up hooded sweater. So sleeves cut versus sleeves intact. The odds say that sleeves cut. Um, Has he ever worn sleeves? Yeah. I've only um, ever seen him with the cut off sleeves. 
Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen it either. I definitely I saw him recently. With it must be because the line isn't that big. The line for everything else is much Who larger. Who do you think cuts? Like, does he cut his own sleeves, or is there like someone whose job it is to like cut the sleeves <laughs> off of all? Probably of the his same shirts? equipment manager that's deflating, deflating the ball. The ball <laughs> I remember dude. somebody telling me that they saw John Harbaugh in like a Kmart buying um, just like khaki pants. He would just buy like twenty <laughs> pairs of khaki pants, and he would wear a new pair every game. <laughs> so I wouldn't be surprised if he cut the sleeves himself. There's, there's also another uh, bet about how many times the words deflated balls will be said during the game. It says only three. I think that's going to be way Oh, more yeah. Right. I'm going to go over on that for sure. Yeah. Some guys um, like old balls. I mean, they're And then different. one of the more interesting ones is that the, the bet is also on Groundhog Day. Um, so the odds that I think his name is Punxsutawney Phil. That is correct. Punxsutawney Phil sees his shadow and the Patriots win the Super Bowl. Versus, uh, he does not see a shadow in the Patriots win the Super Bowl, and then the same thing for the Seahawks. So uh, the, I don't even know this. These betting, this is so fucking complicated. I don't even know. I don't what, even what the fuck I'm reading. Is. All right, well, I see a bunch of callers on the line here, so we're gonna go ahead and jump on with them. Get, uh, get that money out, folks. Can anybody, uh, Stefan? Can you refer any gambling uh, websites? Anybody gambling websites? No, not at all. Unfortunately, Vandal. I wish I did. No, I can't I recommend you, it. I've never used it. it. That, that, that was I would bet you can find gambling websites by using a search engine like Google. How much do you want to bet on that? Hey, do we have any callers on the line? Hello, you're on with Chris and George in the morning. Oh, hey, callers. Hold Hello. on just one second, please. Andrew Muth, producer. What's going on, bud? I'm just going to use this time to remind the Ratcheteers to like post Instagram pics and tag me in them. Caller, are you on the line? Get that Ratchet swag for cheap. Oh. Caller? You're not on the line right now. Oh, wait. Hold on. I got you. Now you're on the line. Got you. Can you hear, can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, great. Hey. hey. Sorry about Thank that. Thank you for calling Chris and George in the morning. How you doing? Hey, this is Gabe. Gabe? Yeah, this is Gabriel. What's up, Gabe? Uh, I, I heard you guys talking about prop bets. Yeah. Yeah, we just did. Yeah. I just want to warn you guys <laughs> to not go too far with these prop bets. Uh, what's, the, what's the issue? What could happen? I lost my wife to a prop bet. I bet last year if the Red Hot Chili Peppers would come out with their shirts off and mm-hmm. well, actually, I mean, I bet they that did. They, I bet that they would have their shirts on. I think only John Frisconte had a shirt on, and I, I bet my wife to this guy in Vegas and she's gone. What, <laughs> what kind of bookie would accept a wife instead of money? What is that? Do you not have money? What was the cash equivalent of your wife? Oh. One million. It's a good wife. Your wife's yeah. worth a million dollars? Nice. 25 year old. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Half Asian, half white. They <laughs> go for more. Ooh. They're mixed race. Wan Lee, what do you think about that? Oh, I sound very nice. <laughs> she, was, she was an angel. I love that combination. Yeah. It's just these, these prop bet bookies are the fucking worst. They'll take anything. It doesn't matter. They'll bet on anything. You're it sounds like you shouldn't have put your wife yeah, up for it sounds collateral. Like you a serious gambling addiction. Yeah, well, that's all I had left. I was just trying to win back my house that I lost because I, I, I bet that uh, Pharrell would wear a, a jester hat with bells on it. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, when is he ever? What were the odds on that? Uh, it was one to three hundred thousand. Wow. When, when is he ever? Why would you choose that? He that's he wears one hat. Always. No, I get it. You you make that bet and then you keep mailing him that hat over and over, <laughs> hoping he'll just take the hint. I mailed it to him every. Fucking day of the year. Have you won a bet? You sound like you have no idea how I, to gamble. I, I won one, but it was a low stakes 
low it stakes. Was just a generic prop bet about you. You mind purple, purple Gatorade over the winning team? Oh, oh yeah. The, it was back in 1996 when prop bets were just on the verge. So do you do you gamble in other things, or do you just have an addiction to prop bets? <sighs> Once you start prop betting, it's just old gambling is just. Is old hat. It's like once you start drinking whiskey, you're not drinking diet sodas anymore. You know what I mean, kid? <laughs> I do both, but yeah. I mean, did the did the bookie give you an opportunity to get your wife back, or do you care anymore? Uh, this year, he's uh, it's been a year. He's had her. Uh, apparently, she's doing pretty well. Um, she's fine. With, like she's just fine with being bet and one like chattel. <laughs> Maybe well, her life's actually better with chattel. It's a good word. She said her life's pretty well with the bookie. But yeah. He has a guy had, is better at getting money than you are. Sounds like he has your house, too. Have yeah. you actually ever won a bet? I told you, I won the purple Gatorade bet. Jesus. Is that the only one? <laughs> <laughs> you got to cut Brian some slack. He was thinking of that while you were saying <laughs> That's correct. Yeah. That was 1996. That was 17 years ago? Yeah, I think it was the Pats again. Pats and uh, Packers, I believe. Yeah. All right, man. Well, we feel really sorry for you, and I, I hope you win some money yeah. this year. Are you I placing any weird bets this year? Just, uh, I, I'm, it's a bet on, on balls, of course. Yeah. Is, is Marshawn Lynch going to grab his crotch after a touchdown this year? I bet Belichick mm-hmm. is going to show his balls on TV. <laughs> oh, bet that. Do not bet that. I got bet my wife on somebody. it. Do so not, you can't. You can't just keep betting your wife. You got another wife? You got two wives? Or? <laughs> I, I, I got a new wife and I fucking bet her, all right? She's, she's half Filipino. This guy's half. never going to learn, man. All right, all right man. Uh, best of luck to you. I, I, uh, it's Wait, I want to know half you. Filipino, half what? <laughs> white. They're all half white and half something. Jesus. Oh, very nice. All right, bye. Yeah, talk into it instead of like to the side of it like this. Still like, teaching George. <laughs> if you need help with a gambling addiction, you can find that on a search engine like Google or Bing. All right, let's go <laughs> on to the next caller. You're on with Chris and George in the morning. Hello. Yeah, uh, hello. My name is Ronald. I uh, drive truck. Hey, Ronald. What's going on, buddy? Uh, I'm just uh, calling, and you guys seem to be having a lot of fun with this whole ball talk. You're talking like, you know, Tom Brady's trying to be a professional. He's talking about his profession, yeah. and his profession has to deal with balls. I'm a truck driver. My profession has to deal with loads. And I'm, frankly, I'm tired of people making those kind of jokes about the big loads that I have to take across the country, all the big loads that I have to handle. Well, are you delivering just regular merchandise or like, um, like hot foods, like hot loads? And, See, there you go. I see where you're going with that. That's the kind of sh- that's the kind of shenanigans I'm used to. That I go to Cracker Barrel. I'm just trying to have a nice meal. Some punk kid wearing a uh, an Atari wristband and having a, having his hair all spiky comes up to me and's like, "Hey, is that your truck out there?" And I'm just like, "Yes, sir. I'm a proud veteran." <laughs> He's all that looks like a huge load. Dude. Have any of the loads been perfect or round? George, I'm gonna fucking kill you, dude. Put your lips on the phone and talk into the mic. All my loads are perfect. You're insane. I can see you talking to the side of it. Well, this is why I tune in the show. See how Ratchford's doing it? This little side banter. This is my favorite part of the show. (laughs) Really? That's so good. I'm doing exactly what you said. No, you're not. I sound perfect. Well, you know what? Even Andrew agrees with me. Oh, I love it, sir. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. You're insane. What's your name, sir? Now I have to, guys. I'm turning and Randy. Sure. While they're having this argument, Randy, I'm gonna appoint you. An George. honorary ratcheteer, and I promise I will not make any low jokes now. Oh, thank you. I take Tuesday, every Tuesday off. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> Keep on trucking. Uh, and did you guys Did you guys just see what just happened while you were bickering? The right. ratchet got in there and gained a new fan. Good. 
No, I was already a fan, no doubt. We're um, all fans. One of the, one yeah. of the Ratchet's biggest fans. Hell uh, yeah. I'll get Tuesdays off and I have a 24-hour private mailbox. So, Hell yeah. Uh, I, he's, really, he's really right up my alley. I don't know about that Hal shit, though. Hal? <laughs> I was listening to that and I fell asleep oh, wow. and ran into a Yeah, <laughs> it's not for everybody. Bus. It's not for everybody. It's okay, though. I'll make one for you coming up. All right, then. Yeah, Call no. it five, five on the floor, five gears, something like that. I don't know. Damn, that just blew me away right now. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, right. have fun with those loads. Yeah, keep chipping those See, great boys. Loads. Oh, boys. Oh, I'm so mad. All right, well, I love you. Bye. Bye. That was good. My man Ron in the truck. Let's it's, go on to the next caller here. Down with Chris and George in the morning. Hey, this is Sammy. I work for the uh, New England Patriots. What's up, Sammy? Hey, Sam. Uh, can you shed some light on this whole deflate gate shit? Yeah, I know a little bit about it. I'm actually, uh, I'm Bill Belichick's assistant. I'm on his sleeve cutter. <laughs> oh, he actually <laughs> has right. a specific person for that. Yeah, I heard you guys talking about it, and uh, I was like, oh, what are the odds? There's no, it's the first time anyone's talked about me ever. You should have bet on it. There are actual odds. Yeah, it was plus 240. We didn't know if you existed or not, man. Oh, I definitely do exist. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in charge of most of... Uh, most of Bill Belichick's duties, you know, deflating balls, uh, the old Spygate scenario. Uh, there's a new one coming out where I'm going to uh, be putting rice in into most of the Seahawks' Gatorade. Oh, you're going to kill the opposing <laughs> Dear Lord. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the cat's out of the bag with the whole deflating balls thing, so I could just reveal the, the master plan. The, Walter, the Walter White-esque uh, ricin poisoning. How are you going to yes, it's poison a an entire poison. team? Well, I was gonna, I was gonna dress up as the Seahawk uh, mascot, the, uh, the hawk, <laughs> and uh, during the pregame, I was gonna. Wait, wasn't the thing about ricin is it takes like a day to kick in and everyone dies later, so right. they, they wouldn't even die during the game. They'd no, still no, no. be able to play fine. I'm going in the practice before the game. To the dress rehearsal yeah, of the pregame. And when the Seahawks wouldn't it be weird the... if the mascot showed up to <laughs> yeah. the practice before the game? But at first they'd be like, "What's he doing?" Maybe that's here? how the Patriots do it. Yeah, they're going to wonder what I'm doing here, but I'm just going to get them so pumped up. And I'm like, I'm just here to pump you guys up. And I'm just going to give them like high fives. We'll do a pyramid. Uh, I'll pretend I have guns for, for hands and like oh, shoot. And then I'll drip. And then I'm going to puke the rice out of my Seahawk mouth. And then they'll all eat it. Yeah, into the Gatorade. Oh, into the Gatorade. That makes a sense because like a like a bird feeding a baby. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be the finale of my little pump up. Yeah, I'm going to regurgitate it in and then they're going to drink it and we'll all laugh. Wanley, you haven't been into anything we've talked about with sports, but for some reason you latch on to that part. Well, I wreck birds. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, yeah. All right, so the so the aim is to have all the Seahawks players just drop dead during the game, and yeah. then they'll have to forfeit, and the Patriots will win. No, well, well, I figured they'll they'll keep playing, and they'll keep we'll just play around the dead bodies. <laughs> Patriots go Pats, rack up those points. You know, I I gotta tell you that of all of the of all the cheating schemes that the Patriots have ha- have hatched, this is seems like the most far fetched of very, all of them. You're gonna throw up into the Gatorade, but you're gonna throw up ricin into the Gatorade. I mean, we've already been. We've already been called up for the deflated balls for Spygate. We're just gonna take it up to the next level. Like they're not gonna. They haven't done anything. They haven't punished us at all. Really, we're still playing. Every- you lost That's draft picks. Yeah, whatever. Nah, dude. This, this hard, doesn't even really qualify as cheating so much as just like multiple murder. <laughs> yeah, it's also mass murder. if you're throwing it up, I would presume that means that you've ingested some of it. A little bit of suicide. In my fake beak. In fake beak. <laughs> I'm also ah. gonna cut. Here's the big reveal. I'm gonna cut Belichick's. Uh, sleeves really short for Super Bowl, like sleeveless, like oh. all the way up. To you the heard it here first, guys. We can get on this bet. Yeah, so for bet all the on that prop bet. Yeah, for Do you cut his jean pants? Do you make jorts for him? <laughs> yeah, but that's for at home. 
All right, guys, I gotta go. I gotta yeah. go collect ricin from the field. That's pure evil, man. And do not ki- do not kill the Seahawks before the Super Bowl. You're gonna ruin Josh uh, Josh Keeler's Super Bowl, dude. That's his Super Bowl. Yeah, it's, it's his, his holiday, holiday, man. It's his holiday. All right, I'll think <laughs> about it. Just watch. Peace, buddy. <laughs> Later. All right, you're on with Chris and George in the morning. Hello. Coming at ya. Yeah, this is Robert Van Winkle, a.k.a. Vanilla Ice. What up, Rob? Do you still introduce yourself like that? <laughs> well, I gotta, I have, I'm kind of in a weird uh, middle place right now where I'm kind of like going by Vanilla Ice sometimes and also a preacher, Robert Van Winkle. <laughs> yep. I feel I'm you. just okay. calling it because y'all are uh, copyright infringing me. I heard that little, little ditty earlier. Yeah. Yep, so I'm going to sue you. Wait, what are you talking about? Uh, earlier, there was a mention of dropping the microphone, stopping and listening. Okay. I don't remember that, actually. You, you are you a, are a man. Too hot to handle, too cold to hold. You realize that, oh, yeah. From the Ghostbuster soundtrack? No, that or? was me. You realize that, that you're a man who's no, famous for ripping off a Rick James song? I, I re- you know, or a, a Rick James uh, song? Or a MC Hammer song? And a, Wait, what? Pressure. Queen. You didn't rip off an MC <laughs> Hammer song. Yeah, I think a lot of us dun, are confused on dun, this phone dun, call, dun, so we should be throwing... Let's not throw stones at one another, okay? Vanilla Ice, I just want to take this opportunity to appoint you an honorary ratcheteer. Oh, cool, man. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, thanks, What's man. that, Stefan? I got Tuesdays off. Hell yeah, you do. What's that, Stefan? No, I was just saying the, the song is Queen. And it's the pre- well, yeah, yeah, it's the Queen pressure. Under Pressure I song that got ripped off. It was very different. Yeah, but MC Hammer ripped my off Queen, and then he ripped off MC Hammer. Their song goes like, three, three dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Oh yeah, I remember this. Yeah, I, I remember you, you talking you about this on You still fight MTV. this. You still fight this, but it's very obvious, uh, Rob Van Winkle. All right, well I'm gonna sue you because yeah, I wrote the Ghostbusters theme song. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote uh, the movie Amadeus. No, you, I don't think you did. I think that was Bobby Brown that sang the Ghostbusters song. Man, I wrote it for him. A ghostwriter for Ghostbusters. You see how that works? Do you still get late yeah. from being Vanilla Ice? Nope. Oh. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, thanks so much for calling in, dude. We gotta go. All right. Cycle out of here. See you, man. All right, that was Vanilla Ice giving us a call just now. Thanks so much, callers. Uh, before we go off to break, I wanted to say that like we played this uh, song a while ago on the show. Uh, this E40 track. Sorry, guys. Yep. Sorry, sorry. my bad. It's a little complicated with the callers on the line today on my computer. Uh, but we're still singing this song. Just hasn't really, hasn't really like hit the charts or anything. But with our, it's just great. And he just says "yup" and "nope" a lot. And so now I've been saying "yup" and "nope" a lot in my life. Just like. You'd be surprised how you can apply it to most anything. Like when when you start like people ask you questions like you hungry yeah and, yep. and then you're like uh gonna cook nope. <laughs> uh, or like are the seahawks gonna win yep patriots gonna win nope yep and that's it it's just like fun to do so just still doing that and just wanted to make sure everybody knew does yep. brian have a great diy voice? tip for the week yep. is brian really shy yep is Brian going to talk today? <laughs> oh, yeah. That was yep. the other thing that I wanted to talk about, too, is that Matt talked on the show a couple weeks ago. We didn't actually get a chance to he talk about it last lot. week. But he had nope. this like great radio voice moment. Uh, a golden voice, if you will. Oh, yeah. Yep. If you remember the man with the golden voice. Nope. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
basically. You all remember the guy from YouTube? So, he was on this. He's a, a a homeless man on the side of the road a few years ago in a YouTube video. No. Had a great radio voice. And here's Matt's radio voice. It's pretty good. Hey, this is Matt. Uh, it's Ed Sheeran. It's some British guy. <laughs> Everyone was really surprised. That was it. It was it was shocking. It was. Yeah. Like a baby's first word, but a whole sentence. And the character of Matt is not one that the writers created and then pretend to perform. It's a real person. Oh, yeah. No, Stefan also thought... Uh, so, <laughs> Jeremy Mikirnin, that is, plays characters on the show, uh, came in as the character Josh Stampson for a couple weeks. And Stefan <laughs> thought that his name was actually Josh Stampson. <laughs> And was calling him Stamps as like a nickname. Whenever I saw him, whenever I Stephen, saw him, I called him Stamps. Stefan, what part of 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 Jeremy did you? Th- what part of Stampson did you think was not real? Um, did you believe that we flew him down on a jet? No, I. It's funny. I looking back on it, I it was very clearly. I should. There was lots of warning signs. I should have. Oh, all the times we called him Jeremy. All the times we called him Jeremy, I thought that was weird. I mean, like, why, why are you, they calling him Jeremy? His name's Josh Stamps. Stampsies. Why out of all the detail you picked that one? Like, I don't understand why out of all the detail, like, he fly in, you know, he this guy or whatever, and then you pick, like, oh, yeah, all that stuff is fake, but his name really Josh? I thought it was feasible that he feasible? could been he could be Josh Damson from Situation. No, I love he did that. compete in the Josh Off. The, great, the best part about it was that not only... Did he think this guy was real? But he was so comfortable and thought he was so cool with this guy that was a fake guy that he was had a nickname for him that he'd made up. Stamps, stamps. It's a pretty great I nickname. Mean, the guy is a maniac. The character stamps. We would never have him in this house. He threatened to kill people with bricks. I thought. I thought it was just it's acting, man. I just thought hey, you got me. I believe. We got, we got you. We're, not, we're not trying to trick you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we're going to talk a little bit more about Stefan's performance on the show last week where we come back, uh, yep. <laughs> as well as uh, the movie Mordecai. Josh, or Josh? Josh has a Hollywood nope. hoedown. Sorry, yeah. Josh. You're not going to do one. I just week. want to point out another instance of me not trying to be more on the show. Uh, yeah, his name slipped in there. George I, I got to say, hoedown. Josh is talking a good amount, just a normal good amount today. Yep. Good job so far, Josh. <laughs> Thank you. Bad amount? I'm thankful. Oh. Oops. All right, that's it. For now, we're going to come back in a minute with more Chris and George in the morning. Ew. Have a good Red Bull break, everybody. Red Bull? How many can you drink? Welcome back to Chris and George in the morning. I've got a Red Bull here. I'm sipping on it. I don't know about you, Chris, but I'm feeling like a diet. Oh, that's right. This week, we start with our battling sponsors, Red Bull. Or Diet Coke. You guys got to fight for us. What do you like more, Ratchford? Oh, I like Diet Coke better, even though I am currently drinking a sugar-free Red Bull. I mean, we plugged Red Bull so hard, but I mean, everyone on the show actually just drinks a ton of Diet Coke. It's true. Like last night, I was a little bit drunk before like I had to go do the improv show that Jeremy was hosting, and we were eating dinner, and I was like, oh, I just need something to like cool me down right now but also pump me up that and i had a diet coke metallic didn't DC. i thought you had a diet pepsi well i had a diet pepsi but it's the same thing <laughs> i some sponsorship. i just spilled a freaking crap load of diet coke on our white freaking studio couch oh, oh nice man. really bummed out about that is this kid um, just an idiot george I mean, has had this idiot. white couch uh that's in our apartment for many years had this had a lot of damage to it people shit on it there's people- red wine on it well oh, red no. wine's not that bad but blood, it's still perfect in blood george's shit, eyes red wine root beer 
root beer. Brian once passed out and opened up an entire. It was a cream soda, by the way. And I woke. I the next morning there was just the entire can all over the couch. He slept in place in the corner and spilt everywhere. I've also woken up on that couch two times to the pizza man standing there looking at me. <laughs> Drunken pizza orders. Was it the same time was it the same time that the pizza man was there and you just fell asleep and woke up again? No, uh, it, was, it was two distinct times. There were, there were many times that Gilly ordered pizza from Garage Pizza. They wouldn't even deliver to her anymore because she would pass out after she ordered it and they would come to the yeah. house and just like not be able they to deliver the pizza. They just tag your contact info. Shitty ass, um, yeah, not good pizzas. Also, she get the garbage pizza. Definitely a thing that um, a man in his early twenties needs is a white sofa. <laughs> yeah, wait, hold on. Someone shit on this thing too. George did. Don't want to get into including George. Uh, I sharted. Yes, yes. I, I did shart once, and I was was not wearing underwear at the time. Oh my god! And I had short little running shorts on, and then I just like got up, and I was like, oh my god, I just shit on my white couch. On my white couch. <laughs> Dude, and I got it out. It's fine. Which, but you're um, still, you're still like a maniac about us on? eating on there. Whenever, <laughs> whenever we're like eating pasta or whatever, like don't get up that on there. But like yeah, at the same there's... time, you've sharded on this couch. I got called <laughs> out for and stepping on it with my shoe on earlier yeah, today. So, Josh, you climbed. Oh, you stepped on there the was white. Not couch. a better way to get out. Can you point <laughs> yes, out which cushion is. you pooped on? I don't remember the cushion that have been. Don't you fucking lie. Mixed and matched. The one that Josh is on right now. I thought so. All right, I got. Guys, some there's e- also I got some red emails. wine on the other side. I don't know where. All right, I got some emails here. We'll talk about the couch later. Uh, hey guys, just wanted to tell you the odds of Chris teaching George how to use the mic and the have increased three times in the second half. Uh, odds: Stefan thinks Juan Lee and Dick are two different people have increased. Love Vegas. Great cash, homie. Um, let's see here. Bill looks good in cutoffs. Signed, the guy with mud flaps on his truck that yells, eat pussy, bro, when he drives by you on the street. I know that guy. Ah. Whoa. Bill Belichick, right. Um, from your, na- yeah. from your neighbor, uh, subject line, ghost. <laughs> Please tell me you are not aiding that ghost. We have done many spells to get rid of him, <laughs> including blood magic and sex magic. <laughs> I do not like blood or sex. Also, would you like to have a karaoke night? Love your neighbor. Weird. That's blood, sugar, sex magic, isn't that? Oh wait, sorry. We're gonna go ahead and grab that email back so I can read. Got to undelete that email because <laughs> there was two attachments. What, what, what does Juan Lee think about that though? I think that's fucked up, man. I just want to <laughs> chill and hang out and smoke cigarettes. We all the same. You you're know what I mean? you're you're okay with us, Juan Lee. As long as we're here, you're fine. Juan Lee, one love. All right, uh, <laughs> Juan love. Juan love. Your voice sounds great, George. From out of range ham radio operators. Uh, I can laugh at myself. Here's one from Jumbo Bargain. Uh, Why you no mention us no more? Oh, Oh, my cousin run that place. Oh, no way. Yeah, no, that's him. Ladies and gentlemen, Jumbo Bargain, 1555 Sunset Boulevard in the heart of Echo Park in the Sunset Strip. Go to Jumbo Bargain for all your 99 cent needs. Do they have Diet Coke there? Yes, of course they do. They got Diet Coke. They got fireworks. They have Diet Diet Coke. (laughs) They actually do have fireworks. Uh, I talked to the lady about it the other day. She assured me that they're nothing too crazy. Uh, We got uh, Stefan. Don't believe what they say. My name is Josh Stampson from Jeremy McKernan at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> Just grinds my gears. Uh, from George's dad, uh, CC, George's uncle, and George's mom. Oh. 
I know. <laughs> and uh, Wan Lee. Uh, this is to Wan Lee. Uh, oh, come on. Okay. Yeah. Coffee was great. I'd love to see you again. Oh. But you call me back. Why the cold shoulder from Ruha? Uh, she, <laughs> she don't know. She don't. What's up? What's up? You know, up, I mean, it's we feel it was good time, but you know, I mean, I got caught in the matrix, and then, you know, I she's mean, not gonna believe that, not, Wanli. That's not an excuse to tell a lady I mean, that you got caught in the matrix and you can make a date. We all have things to do, you know. We all have our things to do, so uh, you know, it's not that I don't want to see her again. Just it's just I am be not honest. Have don't time. say you got caught in the matrix. I was in. The he matrix. was caught in the matrix a couple weeks ago. You guys ago. know I. I, <laughs> I know <laughs> you were, but she's not gonna believe that. Well, why you not help me out, you guys? Uh, we geez. introduced. Introduced you to her, uh, okay? Yeah. So now does she know you? We're you guys done. have put a good, more good you word in for me. Work after that one. What's you. that? You gotta do the work after. I'm that. just saying. Why you? You know the truth. Why you not back me up on this? <laughs> I didn't know you guys were having issues. I, I thought you guys. Were I mean, having, I don't want to say we're having you issues. You make a big thing out like, of it. We just kind of we can't, we we friends. Sexually, yeah, like her, are you, you able know? to really do anything as a ghost, or oh, is it just? Uh, if I concentrate very hard. <laughs> If that's all it takes, I get, I have to, you know, I mean, depend on objects in room, you know, if they, uh, it depends, they got some light object, you know, I mean, not heavy object, you know, some girls, she have like. You can use that on them? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, oh. as long as it under two ounces, then that's it, that's, that's it, you know. It's not about the size of the thing, but how you use it, though, you know, so as long Yeah, well, we know. <laughs> Wan Lee is still sexually active you, in the afterlife. Wan Lee, are you saying that you have a little wiener? Hey man, I'm not talking about. I'm talking about my ability, my ability, <laughs> my ability to to move a real world object. Oh, okay. It has to be under two ounces, so I can move like you know, I can move a pen. Oh, or maybe I can people use would like say it's not the size, like it's how you move it. Yeah, so You're that's what, uh, the physical object that I'm capable of manipulating. <laughs> Since you like. So are you suggesting that you used a pen to like finger Ruha at some point? I mean, she don't have pen, but she have nail file. Oh, oh. Hey, I do what I can, okay, man. Oh, I don't good. judge you. I, don't, I was gonna get your back and help you with her, and now I don't think I can. Hey, we all cheer. All right. Okay, we but, all cheer here. So. so last week on the show, Stefan really had like a superb performance. I feel judged now. Had some really amazing <laughs> moments, and I cut some of the best clips. A superb um, performance. It, he was just like on a whole another level. He was not connecting to anything anyone was saying. <laughs> and uh, he, yeah, here's the first one. Wait, when you die, do you get to choose what you what you come back as? Like, could you be like a dolphin or like a like a monkey, or do you have to like pick a? Does, does the no, job? No, they just aren't pick actually dying. Wait, how would they come back as a dolphin? It's I don't like, know. You said that you said recreate life. They're not actually dying. reincarnation. They're faking their death and continuing to be a human being. I'm not God. Oh uh, well, that's bullshit. Dog. How do you how do you God. pick? How do you pick what you're doing afterwards, though? It sounds like you apply to whatever service job you can yeah, get. You can work. It's like work in the Bullshit, service industry, dude. not become a dolphin. You want you. <laughs> Tupac is now dolphin. a dolphin. Don't get me wrong. Tupac wants to be a dolphin. Uh, <laughs> dude, you're running a straight up hustle, dude. This is a racket. I like how you like continue to like insist that somehow. <laughs> They yeah. should be able to reincarnate when they fake their That's death. when Stefan thought that faking your own death to pursue a different lifestyle meant being reincarnated. <laughs> reincarnated. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that was number one. Uh, the second one here is Stefan confusing Survivor and Lost. 
No when, way. What episode watched, did you watch? Never watched Friends. Go! I watched the pilot. Oh, cool. How'd it go? It was pretty funny. I didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't really laughing a lot, but it was funny. The pilot's the episode where they crash land on the island. <laughs> yeah. That's Points. What, that's what that one. Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. Wait, Survivor. Lost. Yeah. Oh, what? You guys I was about referring Lost? to Lost. <laughs> oh, shit. I was talking about Survivor. What do you think they... Every, every season of Survivor starts off with a crash landing. <laughs> they do. That's the, the, the situation that they set up every season. They, like, have a boat. Wait, he they, still like, thinks they take everybody swim. out there. No, but they, they set talk. up every season and they're like, okay, you, you've it's Burning in flames into the water. Okay, so... It is. It is. That no, is how every season of Survivor. They, Did you guys even look into the Survivor? They escape. They, like, Survivor. give row boats and they, like, row... They, like, swim into the... The island, but they don't, they don't crash. But like the scenario crash. they they the picture they paint, the scenario that they establish the first the, every season in is that you're in this terrible survivor situation. Survivor, where you, where you have to survive. Survivor. Okay, I <laughs> listening to that again. I just thought that you meant that it starts with the like with all the contestants. I don't remember at the beginning wreckage. of the season them being like. Everyone imagine that there's a terrible <laughs> plane crash. No, they just like send you out. They're like survive on this island. Go. Right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the show in the show, the weakest link. Do you think that people were actually weak links? What, George? <laughs> nope. <laughs> you can find out how the show Survivor actually starts by using a search engine like Google or Bing. I so am gonna do that, <laughs> and I'm gonna bring it in next week, and everyone's gonna be sorry. You know what? I wanna I wanna give a shout out to Bing um, because uh, it's really cool if you can't use your hands. Um, you if you have an Xbox One, you can just say Xbox Bing, and then you can say whatever you oh, want. Oh yeah, I'm sure these voice control things are really helping ghosts out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's oh. very very useful because you know, yeah, as I mentioned, the two ounce weight limit earlier. <laughs> it's like the TSA on the ghosts. Yeah, basically you can't move any uh, large bottles. <laughs> you know, it's mostly small bottles. Uh, it maybe maybe nail files yeah. stuff like that. You know, no well, large knives. So but, I, I have one more clip from Stephanie here. And this is the moment when he confused Stephen Hawking and uh, was Alan Turing. Is yeah. that his name? Yeah, the guy yeah. from Imitation Game. Yeah. Uh, theory of Everything did not see. That's good. Wait, Stephen Hawking's bisexual? Stephen, <laughs> <laughs> you are avoiding this episode. That was the Imitation he Game. Does know that we're talking about. There's, two, there's two genius movies this year. Oh, okay. Seven, Dude. In your defense, we don't know that that's not true. Yeah, he could be. I thought that's what you guys were talking about. I didn't <laughs> see the movie. Is it a movie? Was bisexual? Survivor. I, I was blown. I was so. I was like so surprised if that was true, though. I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah, you would have been because it's not true. So it means it would be surprising. Yeah. It might be true according to Josh Ratchford. Gayness. It might be. I know he likes to go to like sex clubs where you pay to like watch people have an orgy and stuff what no. Stephen Hawking yeah because he like <laughs> physically can't that's the thing that dude I, like, what am I supposed to even believe anymore you guys mess with me all the time I don't even know if he's telling I mean, the truth right now you should believe that Josh said that he read that <laughs> but we're not messing with you it could have happened to anyone any of these things could have equally happened to anyone here it wasn't specifically directed toward you but yeah, it only happens to you you're just laying traps man. why Why that's such a big deal if you want to go watch people have I'm sex you know some pe- people can't use their arms or legs and you know you can't use their body <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, Wan Lee, have you been peeping? Wan Lee, you're in my room. 
Uh, this, oh yeah, what the hell are you so talking about? Just say, ever well, sex. that's you know, hey, you know, I don't want to say like uh, George, I'm watching you, but you know, maybe yeah, I, I know you're there. Just the first couple times, and I say, oh, that's enough. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's the same. That's good. I'm okay. One, one trick pony, pretty there. boring, right? Pretty boring. That's I couple mean, sex. You know, you can only watch an episode of, of Family Matters so many times. What? It's totally boring. Is that? Do you say that because it's when a, George comes, he says, "Did I do that?" Are you saying because? It's, very, it's predictable too. Wait, that hold, hold, it's kind of that, formulaic. That, that made me think of something about the first time Stefan came. He's got like a great story about. Not that. the first time I came, but like the first time I I lost my virginity. Oh, okay. The first yeah. time. Oh, you did? sorry. Oh. First time I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> How that, many that, times that, you lose that's it? That's what I meant. First yeah. When you lost your virginity. So oh, this is so bad. Uh, when I first lost my virginity, <laughs> it was a very it was a kind of you know every first time is it's really like uncomfortable ordeal. <laughs> And at the end of it, I don't know if it was just as a result of me being nervous or anxious or whatever. I just was like, at the end. <laughs> yeah. So after that, I said, I said, that's all, folks. <laughs> so straight up porky oh, wow. pig quote. Did you get a laugh? Or what was her reaction? She looked at me for a second. And she's like, and then we started laughing, but it was, she <laughs> couldn't, she couldn't believe that that was like the climactic. You've been waiting your whole life for that moment. And that's what you said. I didn't know. It just came from out of nowhere. I didn't plan it at all. I was like, this is uncomfortable. Like, this is a weird were you, thing. Were you answering the, the, the possible question of like another round at the <laughs> same time? That's all. No, nope, that's dude. all. No, no, no. There was no possible uh, additional time. Thanks. Thanks for telling that, Stefan. There's How a was your second virginity though? Second virginity. <laughs> That's a tale for another time. I got some uh, actual real emails here that I'm going to read really quick. This one's from Brian. It's more than he said on the show so far this week. Yeah, so Brian, I wanted to Brian's been great about emailing the show. We've read some of his emails Yeah, thank before. you so much for your emails, dude. We do appreciate it. Very welcome. Uh, it says, hi, guys. Great show this week. Fantastic. Really a joy to listen to. Really excited about the iTunes thing. Think it's going to lead to big things. I guess Andrew was off this week. This is last week. Drudon just left and said he was going to send in a outrage from the West Side, but did not. I know I had written before okay. indicating I understood your feelings about him and his performance. I know this past week didn't do much to bolster his reputation, which seems rather tarnished. I imagine his no-show actually has him in hotter water. Either way, just wanted to send in some support for the guy. I really enjoy what he brings to the show, even if he can't bring it every week. Hopefully he can float seamlessly back into the show, much like a thrown frisbee into the hands of an ultimate frisbee enthusiast. But if he isn't there next week, I get it. I will be disappointed, but I trust the instincts of Chris and George. Regards, Brian. P.S. If Andrew isn't fired, can you get him working on free t-shirts? <laughs> right. There's a lot there. Reaching for free stuff. Yeah, I mean, Andrew is here this week. Yeah. Thanks for finally showing up. Oh, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm glad to be back. Recovered from my heart attack. Don't have to go bad. to Medieval Times or anything Don't this week? Don't have to go to Medieval Times. My not? night one, by the way. I don't know if we, we discussed that or not. Oh, yeah. yeah. So there was a rumor that Andrew had died last week spreading around the internet, sort of like Chum Lee. R.I.P. Yeah, it was... That's it not was, a rumor. That's true. R.I.P. Andrew. Uh, it was no, that's to the real. Chum Lee rumors. Uh, the internet was... Very saddened to hear the news. What of I Andrew's, I'm, I'm of Andrew's passing? I really liked Andrew, but you know. folks, Andrew, I didn't see that. I feel Andrew is not actually dead. He's I'm alive. Here in the flesh, and he's outraged. I'm alive. Uh, <laughs> I've been alive. Whoever's Thank you, Brian, for that show of support. I really appreciate it. I was kind of in hot water. These guys have been giving me some shit, even though I was in the hospital last week. 
Uh, oh, here we go. We got an email from Devin McCloskey, uh, George's girlfriend. It just says, R.I.P. Andrew. There's no subject. <laughs> yeah, she really thought you died, man. Well, and you're here to tell us that you're not dead, right? I, I mean, I understand Chumley's predicament now because I'm alive and I don't know what I can do other than say I, I'm alive. I think a lot of fans maybe like think that it's a sort of death on the show. You know, yeah. since you've been refusing to do your, your outrage... You've been sort of absent, like maybe oh, the dude. death of Andrew okay, on the okay, show okay, okay, okay. is what they're talking about. Is I just want to say uh, that Andrew did die, and uh, <laughs> and that I helped him come back when I was leaving the Matrix. Uh, I, I run into Andrew. I it's, have noticed that Andrew hasn't picked anything up more than two ounces in a while. <laughs> and now he's got like this mustache. You know, if you remember the Paul is dead Beatle rumors, like there was Paul, the fake Paul, who came back with the mustache. Can you describe, please, what Andrew is wearing right now? <laughs> He's wearing cut-off jean shorts, an, a Tribe Called Quest t-shirt, and a hat that says something shrimp. Jumbo. Jumbo Jambalaya. Shrimp. Jambalaya. Jambalaya shrimp. A trucker hat, a that, trucker says hat that says shrimp. Mostly you can mustache. just say it says shrimp. That's yeah. exactly how I expect a producer at K-Chew to look. He's very chill. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I'm going to work on this for you. Well, speaking of looks, yeah. actually, we wanted to talk to Ratchford a little bit about oh, yeah. his uh, evolving, forever evolving look. As you guys know, Josh Ratchford changed his fashion up a little bit, and it's been working in his favor. He looks really good. He has a beard and everything. The other day, um, Josh came in to the restaurant that we work at. He had a, a cool outfit on. He was wearing like a yellow beanie. And then like, I noticed like he, went to, he had to work like 20 minutes after that, and he had a black beanie. That's you, true. You switched beanie. Can you tell me why you couldn't just wear the yellow beanie? Because our uniform at the restaurant is only black beanies. Black and red and black and red. And our uniform is black and red. Our uniform is black and red. So I didn't want to get a talking to you about wearing a yellow hat. How many different beanies? But wait, but you couldn't wear the black beanie when you were off work. I was wearing a yellow shirt before I went to work. And the beanie matched the yellow shirt. Right. It's called matching your clothes, guys. Get into it. <laughs> I, I thought that there was something about like the way the beanie put like puts you in a work mode. Like, oh no, I just wear the black one at work because that's the only hat that I've gotten away with wearing there. Does anyone else wear a hat at work and get away with it? Uh, I couldn't do that. The guys, the guys in the, the kitchen, manager and the and the guys in the kitchen do. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, it's something I just started doing and no one said like, hey, stop doing that. So I keep doing it. It's a way to be like sexy and still work at the same time, not feel like you're wearing a work uniform. Yeah, like the other day, George was commenting on how I was basically just wearing my street clothes at work. <laughs> you and show up to, with a pizza to some girl's door like a porno. Yeah, well, <laughs> he also you said tips if you look cuter. I'm he, just saying. He also said that you really broed out with a guy at work this week. Oh, God, yeah. I was like, what did you say, Josh? At some point, we were talking about a, a third, a third party person. The, the guy was, was like, helping you. Oh, out. Yeah, that guy's cool. Like, and, and it was a dude who had like hooked it up for me, and I was like, "Yeah, that guy's so dude." <laughs> I just like so dude. Out, like he's such a cool dude. Did or you make that said, up in yeah, the moment? Yeah, he's so dude. I accidentally said it, and George called me out and was like, "Did you just describe that person as so dude?" But the guy like agreed with you. Like he agreed that the guy was so dude. He didn't even bat an eye. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, dude, totally, super so dude. dude, so dude, <laughs> so dude." That's a talent that you have. Uh, what to be able to like speak fluent, bro? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. <laughs> like you were like, I was so surprised when this guy started talking to you. You were you were like on his level with like being stoked about bartending overseas and shit. Oh yeah, man! Like <laughs> I dropped into his wavelength immediately and like coasted it out in there. There was no other option. Was that black beanie or yellow beanie? That was at a uh, yellow beanie time. 
And then I transformed into Black Beanie. I noticed that uh, you've come into the show before with a Black Beanie. Is it because you consider it work to come in and do the show? No, that's normally if I'm wearing like uh, like black shoes. We tortured some folks. I'm just te- you're asking me why I picked certain color beanies. I'm just telling you it's depending on what the outfit All is right. calling for. I see for. a lot of collars on the line here, so we're gonna go ahead and jump on Women with some of them. Yeah. See if I can do this this time without fucking up everything. And the boards are lit up. We're getting so much more collars, Chris. Yeah, this really is great. It's hard to get collars in the show. It's getting, getting, getting really popular. Getting really Hit popular. me up, Chris and George in the morning uh, at gmail.com or my phone number, 818-292-5045. Love getting phone calls and emails guys, from you guys. Find us on iTunes. Uh, subscribe, please. And, yeah. also, and also rate rate the podcast. Rate the podcast. Preferably rate it highly. Or high. Hello, you're on with Chris and George in the morning. Hi, what's up? This is Todd. Uh, how's it going, guys? It's going just fine. How are you doing? Good, good. I'm uh, what you call a picker. Have you heard of that? Yeah, yeah. Do you go around uh, to junkyards and kind of find some things that you can use to buy and resell? Like exactly, okay. exactly. I travel the country finding you know other people's junk. And, uh, you know, some people's junk is another person's treasure, as we say in the biz. I've never heard that before, but okay. That's what we, that's what we pickers say. Trash and treasure, yeah. Uh, I was interested in your couch, George. <laughs> No, man, the couch is not for sale, man. It's not trash. It's a, it's a great, it's a beautiful couch. It's still intact. I heard there was some shit on it, and I got very interested. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I bleached I bleached it heavily, and the shit came right out. I think he also had a girl shit on it, right? Oh, no? man. Oh, my, my God. Oh, this is He's foul. getting bashful. I mean, yeah. what happened? You, yeah, yeah, it was, was long before you had a girlfriend? Yeah, yeah a girl. Um, we were doing it on the couch, and... That happened. I like that. See, I'm a very particular picker. I like the grossest, vilest objects I could get. I got, I got a lot of great ones. I got the bathtub from the Andrea Yates murder. (laughs) (laughs) And you think that this couch is like on par with that same level? No, nothing is on par with that, my friend. But I think this. I need a couch. I mean, I already got the bathtub. It's great. I want to get my whole house just stacked with all different. I, I did say that that it's not for sale because it's not, but I'm very curious to see uh, how much it's worth in your eyes. Great cash, homie. So you said there's shit and sex. I mean, there's no more shit. Yeah, people have done it on this couch. Okay. Um, you have and there's sex- a lot of holes on it. There's red wine on it. There's diet coke there's on it. Beer on it. Did the red wine go in and out of a body, a dead body, anything like that? No, no, it was nope. just a spill. It was nope. just a spill from the kitchen. No, uh, no, I bled. No, I bled on the couch when Chris, I got my mole ripped off when Chris, Andrew and I were wrestling in the living room one time. Bled all over the couch once. Yeah, I've been mad. I'll give you thirty dollars for it. <laughs> thirty dollars? No, man. It's it's like it's Wait, a couch. Are you, are you offering to also come pick it up? Of course. I think it's no, I'll get that. Good. Josh, uh, let me negotiate my couch. <laughs> I'll get that guy earlier who who gets the. Big loads. I'll get him to, to send it on over. <laughs> well, you're gonna have to give me if you want to even like get me interested. You're gonna have to pay me way more than thirty dollars, and I can tell you all kinds of other stains that it has if you want. I'm George, good. do you eat burritos in your diet? In my diet? Yeah. Do you eat a lot of Mexican food or Indian food? Sparingly. I, I, yeah. I uh, eat a little, are you trying to see if I fart a lot on the couch? I, I just want to see if this shit was up to my standards. Oh my God. What? Different kinds of shit are worth more to you? The messier, the better. Like I yeah. said, I have the Andrea Yates bathtub. <laughs> Is it because there's baby blood in there that that's like worth more to you, sick fuck? Hey, I don't... I, that's hey. sick, dude. That was a horrible <laughs> crime. That was a horrible gross. crime. That's offensive. I'm a picker. 
You're a picker? Another person's trash is my treasure. That's a crime scene, by the way. How the hell did you get yeah, in there? Yeah, that's not really that trash. Time? That should be, like, you know, in me, a police station and, uh, somewhere. Belichick's assistant. Snuck <laughs> <laughs> in. Uh... Yeah, you sound a little bit like him, actually. Yeah, I'm him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. You're I gotta sick go. dude, man. All right, I man. Thanks go. for calling yeah. in, man. Gotta go cut some sleeves. Yeah. So wait, really, really quick here, George. You had sex with a girl so hard that she shit herself. <laughs> I want to know. Damn. <laughs> oh man. On the, on the very couch you're sitting. Yeah. On. So yeah. What happened <laughs> was I was pushing <laughs> George. The thing is, I, I just said a girl shit on your couch. I didn't. You didn't have to say that you were I, having sex. Oh, I had to clarify God. what that means. Yeah. So I was just like pushing down on her belly for some leverage. <gasps> God damn. And then the. Uh, <laughs> A little <laughs> pushing down on her belly no, for leverage. So you thought that the, you pushed the poop out? No, what actually I think I heard that you got, by you you put your push some pressure down like in the oh lower belly God. area and that helps them uh, organize. What, what did, so I did that. Also, I I helps them shit. Push, what did she say? Pushed a little did too hard. Look, <laughs> does she look back at you like a scared raccoon? No, it's actually I think it's kind just of like you're just supposed to put your hand there. You're not supposed to. I really know. Push. I felt so bad about it. I felt bad. She was really embarrassed and she's like, "Let's just go to your room." And I was like, what? This is weird. It's was it a solid down. log of poop? Or was it... <laughs> no, it was just shark. How did, how did so, it smell? How and so it? She, 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 um, Can we have her uh, name? She was very embarrassed. You cannot have her name. Yeah, she please. was very embarrassed. And um, and like she she tried to play it off like to make it. She flipped the, the cushion over, you know, and st- like behind my back. And I knew what happened. I wanted to let her know that like it's fine, that I knew it's not a big deal. Did but. she take shower or did did you go in your room? Or? At some point, yeah, you had to. Fin- I think I finished. At some week. point, I mean, don't smell bad. Oh, or? I, I think she actually was. She cleaned up in the, in the restroom. Did you have sex with her again, or is that the That's only time? I don't know, man. All right, let's go into the next call here. You are on with Chris and George in the morning. Hello. Yeah, hey, though, this is uh, Josh's boss here, just calling in. Josh, what's going on there? Hey, how's it going? Hey, uh, hey you're busted, bro. I busted you for that yellow beanie just now. Thanks a lot. Thanks no, for I didn't wear it while I was working. <laughs> nope, got you. Okay. <laughs> and uh, just get a write-up. Yeah, I, I've already written you up for that. Uh, and, and standing the, behind the bar, he shouldn't do, right? Uh, definitely not. I was told specifically I was not going to get a write-up for that. No, you... You got one now, buddy. Okay, and uh, and you know what? I, I got a I added to your write up uh, for growing out in the walk in freezer. I talked <laughs> to you about that before. <laughs> Get out of the walk in freezer, Josh. These guys trying to. Work I mean, no, I want him in the walk in freezer, but yeah. only for work related purposes. He's back there broing out so hard, it's, it's making the the ice on the walls melt. Yeah, it was pretty hot broing. I understand why that you wouldn't want me broing like that in the freezer. Yeah, it's just not good. Uh, he, was en- so, he was being so he was being so dude. I was being yeah, no, so dude in there. That's another thing. Yeah, I got you down here for being so dude. Yeah, that's, uh, I'm <laughs> that's glad another that you brought interaction. That up, <laughs> Definitely, yeah. I mean, you know, I when I hired you, I knew you spoke fluent, bro, and I was like, okay, maybe this will be beneficial for the bar. You it's know? been good for hosting, for uh, sure. I mean, yeah, it's good to get a, it's good to get them in, you know, and and they're like, oh, there's one of us working here, you know, we don't feel so uncomfortable, can, you know, we're not gonna just pull out a surfboard and skate out of here. Is Josh? <laughs> is Josh? I know Josh. You actually had this uh, incident the other day where you're delivering driver and you were standing behind the bar and they got really mad at you are you in good standing with the company now one person got upset and that is uh mr bigglesworth the, the, mr uh, bigglesworth the president of the and it's entire company. and it's fine it's not a big it's okay <laughs> yeah it's fine uh yeah not a mr person, bigglesworth <laughs> yeah it's not the, the dr evil's cat is your I, boss there's it's, <laughs> god it was based on a real person you guys didn't know that <laughs> okay. like that's a hollywood uh the hollywood legend anyway I just want to point uh, out this person is also George's boss. <laughs> That's yeah. correct, yeah. 
Oh yeah, George, I got my list of infractions for you. Looking you like got a, nothing on me. I'm a, like such a, a hard worker. Looking, what? Looking like a straight pedo. A pedophile? <laughs> Just saying that uh, you t- I talked to you about that little mustache. and uh, I shaved it off after I was put down on the show last week. It was referred to as a ratty stash. Uh, I can still oh. see it. I can still see it. It's gone, man. Well, maybe it's just a uh, memory haunting me. Yeah, it's burned indelibly into your mind. All right, so I shaved my pedophile mustache, okay? All right. Well, right. Also, I found on the cutting board, I don't know, some kind of weird brown stain. I'm not really sure what's going on. <laughs> oh, yeah. George was getting it on on there. and Pushing on bellies back there? Pushing on, <laughs> he's pushing on Julio's belly, and Julio started. Oh, man. Oh, Julio was trying to get to come today. Don't get me started on Julio, guys. I got Matter of fact, he's standing outside my office, so I'm going to have to have him... Uh, uh, for a little sit down but uh busted you josh just want to say busted and thank you i here. feel very busted all right thanks for calling in i love getting josh and george getting shit on uh during the show so that, that Ooh, was nice great one. Mm, literary. all right now next uh caller here i'm with chris and george in the morning hello hello this is bernie madoff oh wow, wow. how are you doing i haven't heard from you in a while actually uh, i'm in jail still actually um things are going pretty well i just wanted to run a little proposition with uh stefan well uh, okay, I guess I'm all yours, yes? Yeah, I thought I, have, I found this new uh, stock that I think you might be interested in, Stefan. Oh, really? Go on. Don't take that tone with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why you sound so suspect? <laughs> no, okay, you're right. I should come at this with an open mind, Mr. Madoff. I apologize. Well, go ahead and explain it to me. I know in my past I've been accused for what they call a Ponzi scheme where... People were investing, and I wasn't paying them out and pocketing millions upon billions of dollars, but mm-hmm. that's behind me. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to see if you, I got an IPO for you, $2,000, five years, 100% payout. What do you think? You know what that means, Stefan? I think I do. 100% payout. So, yes. I, so I, double, I make double your money. Double my money. Double your money. Well, Bernie made off money, baby. Yeah. Stefan, do you realize if you get burned on this, you you cannot tell anybody what happened? <laughs> I also, yeah. I don't, I, Bernie I made off you went into business with Bernie Madoff. <laughs> Bernie Madoff went from doing After multi-million dollar deals on Wall Street to calling strangers to offering them $2,000 deals from jail. He seems like an all right guy, though. You know? Hey, I, I, hey Bernie, can I, can I interject? Uh, this is kind of like small change for you, right? You do usually deal with more money than this. Well, we start small, and then we go bigger. I also have a Kickstarter if you want to throw some money into that. I'm going to hear from Alicia on like Wednesday, and she's going to be like, Oh my God! Stefan really thinks that Bernie Madoff offered him a deal on the show. <laughs> Survivor. Uh, so what do you think, Stefan? Now or never? Uh, you know, I'm. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta. I think I'm gonna pass. Nope. No, I think I seriously. I'm All right. Pass. How about this? Just say your debit card over the air. Think about it. Call me back in 24 hours, and I'll. What about that, Stefan? Accept you say it your, or decline it. Debit card? You know what? Uh, that's all. That, we can. We can agree to that. Yes, we can all right, agree. Go ahead, read it. I got a pen right here. Let, let, okay. The number is... No, no, don't do that. <laughs> no, I, I can see it. It's right here. It's 4626. No, 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 no. What? You don't? I don't want to read a, over his, his card number over 8774. there. 8774. Hey. Is Brian all right? Brian just left to the kitchen. Do you have a nosebleed? That's correct, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I gotta go, guys. We're, okay, we're you get the, the other eight numbers. All right, man. Thanks I'm for calling. skins today. Love it. Bye. Late. Late. It's probably that neighbor. Off. All right. We got time for one more caller here. You're on with Chris and George in the morning. 
I just want to say before this car come on that I think uh, it's probably that magic spell. That's why his nose bleeding. I think the neighbor's doing something. Uh oh, he said his nose wasn't bleeding. Wanli, are you feeling okay? Do you feel like you're one hundred percent with us right now? I mean, I feel you look tr more translucent than before. I need. I feel like I need cigarette. I'm gonna have cigarette. I'll be. I'll be right back. Okay. Hey, this is a this is Ashton Kushner. Am I on? Did I get through? Yeah, you're on. You're oh on with Chris and George God. in the morning. What's, What's up, Ashton? Up, guys? What Yo. up, bud? What's up, bro? Dude, you guys follow me on Twitter? You hear I got a million Twitter followers? I heard that you had a girlfriend that was murdered. Oh. I, I read that this week. You know not what? your most, not recently, <laughs> but years ago, by a serial killer. I'm trying to put that behind me, man. <laughs> just, uh, just trying to listen to a lot of podcasts and radio shows today. <laughs> All right, uh, right on. I wanted, What's up? I wanted to talk to the Ratchet man, and like I just relate to him so much. <laughs> What's up, bro? I'm a, I'm a Ratchetier. What's up? Yeah, bro? my dreams came true, man. You are so dude today, brother. Oh, thanks, man. You're pretty <laughs> dude too, dude. Like I wear beanies too to reflect how I feel, and there's nothing to be ashamed about it. No, bro, I to got it for me, man. How you feel? Oh yeah. Yeah, like, like I, when I'm color. really sad, like when Demi Moore was busting my balls, like I, a wear, mood I wear a blue beanie. Yeah, yeah to man. Show like how I feel, and then like. When my other, another girlfriend of mine that died, Brittany Murphy. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You've had it pretty rough, dude. I know. I wear dark black hats when my girlfriends die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you always call them by their, their full name? Yeah, she's a celebrity. That's what ghost. you do with celebrities. <laughs> we call you Juan Lee. What the hell? <laughs> That's not my whole name, just my first name. <laughs> what's, your whole, what's your whole name? Oh, man, you don't want to know. It's really, really long. It take up like 20 minutes. All right, yeah, we don't have time for All that. Right. For that, I'm going to wear a black and green swiggly beanie because I'm confused sometimes. Cool, man. Yeah. Um, so that's it. Oh, I one more request from the Ratchet. If you could put me in one of your uh, Super Ratchetier Super Cup movies where we put... Maybe you could. What's a movie I'm in that's good? Uh, the one about where I'm getting married. Yeah, yeah. You could put the ratchet in that. You could tell your dudes. Wait a minute. You don't know the names of your own movies. <laughs> no, no. You know what, dude? You know what? How about I put you in um, the ratchet fly effect? The, oh, that's so good. Ratchet. Yeah. Different. He's already in the butterfly effect. You want? That was the point. Way. It's like I <laughs> yeah, won't no, no, take yeah. his part out. I'll put myself in as a different part in that. Oh yeah. man, that'd be so bro super bro dude yeah. all right, all right guys, together, i gotta go i'm going jet skiing later dude fuck yeah ski it up have fun man <laughs> later. ski it up all right that, that was ashton kutcher that those were the callers there that was yeah ski it up is a is a phrase in bro i noticed you have to is say a goodbye a context dependent goodbye for when someone's gonna go jet ski you have to say anything it up i noticed that with bros you gotta yeah, do that is anything a, up Jog in most up. formations of a sentence you say that got it um you have a hollywood hoedown right yeah. Cool. Let's do it. Uh, hold up. I want to make sure that it doesn't get super duper loud. I'm excited for this, George. You know, it's been a minute since the last Hollywood hoedown. I got really sick and couldn't um, read it correctly. That Ralph Lawler flu is going around. Here we go. Ralph's okay. I'm okay. It just screwed up my voice for a little bit that one week. And we're back to the song that you like, too. Oh, yeah. The song that was supposed to be playing, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, prepare yourself for another episode of the Hollywood Hoedown. Guys, it's official. Jason Siegel is dating photographer Alexis Mixter. There's been speculations for a few months now that Jason has been dating the photog, and it's true. Sources have reportedly confirmed that the two are dating, and they're spending time together in Ojai. 
Wow shares two ridiculous pics of her adorable child looking like both parents. That's right, guys. Apparently, Wow and her baby daddy, Roger, were curious as to which parent their adorable little lady resembled the most. So, they dressed up the cutie as both parents would in two adorable photos that had her transforming before her better before our very eyes. There was even a photo with the baby in fake boobs. Guys, Richard Simmons update. <laughs> woo woo! He's doing fine after LAPD are called for elder abuse. For months now, people have wondered about the fitness legend after he stopped talking to friends for nearly a year. Well, the LAPD showed up at his house on reports of el elder abuse and they reportedly found him to be relaxed and welcomed into his home. He's reportedly tired of the public eye, but still talks to a few people in his life who matter to him. Are Tiger Woods and Lindsey Vaughn planning to tie the knot on Valentine's Day? A source close to the couple says that it's not true. She's just skiing. Yep. Oh, I remember there being jokes last time. No, there have never been jokes. You Chris. remember that, but that's not actually what happened. The report yeah. <laughs> is the joke. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, Andrew with Outrage of the Week over here. What do you got, Andrew? Oh, yeah, I mean, it's... Did we spoil it? Andrew, do you have something? No, I mean, it's related to what we've been talking about. Hold on. We're not there yet. Oh, crap. Here he comes. Yeah, yeah, let's do this. Oh, no, no, yeah. I want to get fucking pumped up for Outrage of the Week. It's my favorite part of the week. Slapping himself in the uh, face. Okay, okay, okay. Let's 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 get into it, dude. What's pissing you off? This yeah, week? I mean, Keeler pretty much exemplified what I've been really pissed about. I'm fucking sick of uh, Patriots fans like finding weird ways to justify why cheating is good. Yeah, you're like, oh, you secretly want a villain in the NFL. Oh, if the NFL would be boring without Bill Belichick cheating, like. It's fucking bullshit. You're trying to ruin Josh Keeler's holiday. I don't give Wait, a shit about his holiday. They're fucking cheaters. Aren't I'm, you also a Patriots fan? No and fucking a, way, man. Andrew, I'm a Rams fan. I'm not a Seahawks Patriots fan. fan. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You sound like a Grinch right now. Trying to ruin Christmas What do you mean? Everyone. How do I sound like a Grinch? Bill Belichick's cheating and everyone's like, right. no, 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 don't ruin the Super Bowl. Let him get away with it. He fucking cheated in 2001 to win the Super Bowl over the Rams. Oh, that's what this that's is. That's what started it all. Be and careful with your heart. Oh, it's because Drudon cares so much about the Rams that he's mad about Bill Belichick. I see. No, man, I'm just here. fucking. One fucking you. One you even said you that you don't care really about the Rams. I hate Boston fans. They're pieces Ooh, of shit. Your pretty girlfriend's much across from the board. Boston and is a Red Sox. Fan. Yeah, she, she, she and shit? I, she and I argue about sports, and neither of us really care much about sports. Uh, I mean, it's, I don't know. It's just fucking ridiculous. It's like this whole like you finding bizarre the, ways to justify this. Um, what? I mean, what, you what do you mean? It's sad you, you that hate, people died. You hate Boston. I don't. Yeah, but what's that have to? Do? George, you're not being a dude. I'm, right I'm now. very confused. This is not dude. Uh, no I mean, no, those question, people should have died. It. Those, okay. I was, I was sad that those people died. Good. I just think you wanna, you have I was, I was idealized version of football. Like it's a game where people get concussions that ruin them for the rest of their lives. Like if people beat their wives, like fight animals against each other, do drugs. 
And why are you being like, oh no, they're cheating and they're, no, they're bad. Of course well, they're what, bad in the NFL. It's the evil sport of evil. It's the most American good, game in the world. But what good is it if you're just going to cheat and get away with it and everyone's going to like watch you cheat and Welcome be like, well, America, whatever. Bro. He's Bill That's Belichick. This is exactly what I'm talking about. That's to like justify works. the cheating. You'd just be like, oh, it's America. Like, it no, is America. That. So far, so if, far the if, NFL has. If page, I guarantee you, if the Patriots fans were the were like on the receiving end of this, and it had been like the Seahawks who deflated the balls, I guarantee you they would not be saying the same thing. They're own they're acting like it's this thing that it's like, oh well, yeah, people cheat, it's fine. Well, but that's because they're the ones who are cheating. Exactly. If they were the ones being cheated upon, yeah. they'd be like, that's fucking bullshit. But yeah, it's and it's up to the Seahawks fans to make a big stink. The about thing it. is the about Patriots the Patriots though is they know how to cheat just the right amount, so it's like they're not actually going to suspend the like they're not going to suspend a coach they're not gonna like they're not gonna suspend a coach who has been caught and convicted of cheating time and time and time again yeah i would i would get rid of him but you can't he's do a fucking, it right oh man, now he's a piece of you trash i hate bill belichick like one of the greatest coaches of all time the nfl is about? all about the dollar signs man come on get not real true, josh yeah, what's that true. Yes, care about i agree but what's that have violence? to do with deflating the balls and that being okay because what does the dollar signs have to do with that makes it like a fake news story that everyone wants to talk about and watch more football. What's fake about, about the news story? Because it's not significant news. Because they've been deflating the balls for five seasons at least? That's not a significant balls, news story. I mean, in what way is that not a significant news story? They've been cheating in every single cold weather game for five seasons. In a, in a sport popular only in this country, one All of the right, teams guys, the this rules. has been Chris and George in the morning. <laughs> Thank right. you so guys, much for tuning in. No show next week for the Super Bowl, guys. We're taking a two-week break. Yep. Just wanted to put some peaceful music on so we could all just chill out here for a minute and love each other. That's much better. Yeah, really, Wan Lee, we'll see you around, I guess. Wan Lee, you look, you look okay, man. I, I think feel much back. better. I, I double fist a cigarette and uh, two cigarettes. And, uh, you know, I think about George and his sexual performance. Very calming, very... Uh, <laughs> Calming? Well, you right yeah. to sleep. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's very boring. It's like watching uh, PBS, uh, you know, like when you need sleep. You yeah, just put on yeah. PBS and you go, oh, I'm going to sleep for sure. <laughs> just a nice Ken Burns documentary to put you out. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, thanks so much for calling in. Uh, yeah, guys. Callers, give me a call, 818-292-5045. Email us, chrisandgeorgeinthemorning.com. Yeah, we want to thank Jeremy Mickernan, Dick Beck, Josh Radford, Stephen Tom, Andrew Muth, Brian Moran, and Matt Cortez on the drop. Yeah, uh, thanks for tuning in for week 14. See you guys uh, week after next. Upon your magic swirling ship My senses have been stripped My hands can't feel to grip My toes too numb to step Wait only for my boot heels to be wandering I'm ready to go anywhere I'm ready for to fade Into my own parade Cast your dance and spill my way I promise to go wandering Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man, play a song for me I'm not sleepy and there's no place I'm going to Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man, play a song for me In the jingle jangle morning I'll come following you
Though you might hear laughing, spinning, swinging madly across the sun, it's not aimed at anyone. It's just escaping on the run. And but for the sky, there are no fences facing. And if you hear vague traces of skipping reels of rhyme to your tambourine in time, it's just a ragged clown behind. I wouldn't pay it any mind. It's just a shadow you're seeing that he's chasing. Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man, buy a song for me. I'm not sleepy, and there is no place I'm going to. Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man, play a song for me. In the jingle jangle morning, I come following you. Smoke rings of my mind down the foggy ruins of time, far past the frozen leaves, the haunted, frightened trees, out to the windy beach, far from the twisted reach of crazy sorrow. Yes, to dance beneath the diamond sky with one hand waving free, silhouetted by the sea. Circled by the circus sands, with all memory and fate driven deep beneath the waves, let me forget about today until tomorrow. Hey, Mr. Time Marine Man, play a song for me. I'm not sleepy, and there is no place I'm going to. Hey, Mr. Time Marine Man, play a song for me. In the jingle jangle morning, I come following you.